0: Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of What's the Line, Monday morning podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and we're here with Mike.
1: Good morning, how's everybody doing?
0: Good, and we got Marky P.
1: Yes, rise and shine, back again, week four. It It was lovely, it was lovely.
0: All right, all right, P, kick us off with a recap of last night's matchup. The Buccaneers
1: defeat the Patriots 19-17 in New England. The Patriots covered a six and a half, seven point spread um, my thoughts in the game was just that, uh, it, it was an emotional game. It was, it was one that, um, I did not want to bet on as far as the side, um, uh, because I, I knew there would be emotional games. Didn't want to bet against Belichick, but, uh, you know, New England, you know, a lot of things that they haven't shown up to par before this game. And, um, you know, Brady, he, he, he um, he was missing a lot of passes early, things like that. Um, Uh, I feel like, you know, what what I did see in the Buccaneers, though, they they were able to establish a run game. Um, Leonard Fournette had 20 carries for uh, 91 yards. So that was something nice to see long term. Um, And then when we talk about long term, you know, uh, as far as like winning, um, you know, conference championships, stuff like that. Uh, you know, a Buccaneers team who, you know, comes from the Florida weather, you know, they went into the cold rainy Boston, you know, town and was able to escape there with a W so I think that that fits well um, for the Buccaneers going forward especially when they didn't have any Gronk or anything out there so um, it, it was a struggle fest but Mac Jones really played well for the Patriots tonight I mean, he was 31 to 40 275 yards and on, and on the, in the air so I thought he played very well And then um, Jacoby Myers had eight receptions, 70 yards, but um, they just couldn't get it done late. I mean, you know, uh, it feels like Mac Jones had to make one play late. Um, They weren't able to convert on third down, missed the long field goal and don't get out of there with a win. So Brady gets his revenge game against Belichick. Um, The handshake uh, after the game was extremely brief. Uh, So those are my thoughts on the game. Um, New New England covers the spread, and we love that. Never, don't bet against Belichick, kids. But uh, Tom Brady gets to win um, in a revenge game back in New England. Um, so it was great to see. Um, and it had a little more action towards the second half. So a little drama for us uh, to end our night. So it was a great game. Mike, what do you think?
2: It was an instant one, man. I thought, I thought it was an instant game just simply from the fact that Tom Brady returned home. It was his homecoming in New England. We all know her. You know, all the championships, all the years he spent with the Patriots organization. And the Bucks just did not cover tonight, though. They got out of there with W. They won. And Tom Brady did look sharp. I don't know if it was nerves or what have you. Or just a great game plan from Belichick on the defensive side. I guess you can say both of those things happened. Both of those things were true. Uh, Mac Jones, he played well. He looked solid. Made a couple of... I not even a couple. Made some nice throws against the Blitz under pressure. He looked solid, man. He looked looked pretty solid. But the Bucks got out of there with a win. They were able to, I guess, guess you could say, control the clock. And they should have won by more. Antonio Brown did have a drop in the back of the end zone, but I thought it was a good game. Uh, Bucks win, but they did not cover. Patriots cover. Tom Brady has more wins in Gillette Stadium than the Patriots have so far this year. But good game. Nineteen seventeen final score.
0: All right. All right, fellas, let's break down some of this week four action. Jets got their first win of the season, defeating the Tennessee Titans 27-24 in overtime. Jets covered the five and a half point spread and win outright. The Jets are 16 and 10 against the spread as home dogs since 2017. Titans are five and eight at the spread as road favorites under Mike Verbal. Mike, give us your thoughts on this game.
2: I knew it, man. I I knew <laughs> I knew the Jets were going to at least cover. But, and I also had a feeling they would win, but I just could not put my money on it. I just couldn't. It was just one of those type of things. But uh, the Titans, I knew they would be in trouble. I knew their offense would definitely struggle today with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown being out. I knew it would be tough for them to um, win this game. They were able to pull up, put up some points, but it just simply wasn't enough. And the defense, the Titans defense has been, pretty much the weakness of their team the last couple of years. And it, it showed once again today as Mac Jones and the New York Jets, a team who struggled to score pretty much all season, they were able to put up 27. Just just look at the numbers. The, the, the most points they had scored up until this point was 14 points. And they even had zero points last week against the Denver Broncos. So this is a team that struggled to score. And they were literally marching down the field quite a few times on this Titans defense. So I, I definitely had a gut feeling that the Jets could definitely cover the spread and could potentially win because the number was moving too much. I think it opened at like seven and a half and then just started yeah. dipping, and dipping. So I'm I'm a little surprised, but I'm not I'm not super shocked. Like I, I, it was something I could definitely see, but I just didn't. I, I wasn't going to put my money on it. But shout out to the Jets, man. Shout out to head coach Robert Sala. Gets his first win. Also, shout out to Zach Wilson. Gets his first win. So uh, good for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, as I watch that game, um, I, I'm glad I'm, I'm not, you know, square enough that I got fooled into betting the, with the Titans today because I, I stayed away totally from this game. Like Mike said, the line opened at 7.5. It got all the way down to 5.5 at the, uh, the kickoff and the jets the jets jets i mean they get it done um it, it was just it's one of those games where i just looked at and like i said the number kept going down i know that the jets um jordan mentioned but they're 16 and 10 against the spread at home as home dogs um since 2017 so i mean it's a tough building to play in and cover the spread and then um once once those two receivers went out i mean yeah you know, I, I knew they weren't practicing you know throughout the week but once they were announced out which was Friday. Uh, we saw this line, you know, go down and down because the Sharps were on it and they, uh, um, you know, the Titans got the, I mean, the Jets rather got the outright win It's like right now. I mean, I see them, you know, they were like plus 231 plus, you know, 203 so that you could have got them in different, different uh, sports books. So um, the Jets, yeah, they, I mean, they do their thing. They cover the Titans, bad defense. I mean, they're going to continue to be bad. So um, I just don't know what to expect from them on a week to week basis. And that scares Mm -hmm. me as as far as betting with the team. So those are my thoughts on that game.
0: Okay, good input. All right, next up. Seattle on the road defeats the 49ers 28-21. Rookie Trey Lance takes over after Jimmy G gets an injury just before the half. Seahawks cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. The Seahawks are 13-7-3 at the spread after a loss since 2017. 49ers are 13 and 20 and 1 at the spread at home under Kyle Shanahan. So break this down for us.
2: Uh so for me, I saw something that said Russell Wilson had never lost three straight games. So that jumped out to me immediately in terms of wanting to bet this game. I did, however, stay away, but P's gonna touch on this a little more because he had a play on it. But I just thought the 49ers and he's I, I, going to say this too. They got these cluster <laughs> injuries and things just are not clicking right now. I don't know what's going on with them. I know a lot of people are high on them, but, but things just aren't necessarily clicking right now for them. I don't know what it is. I felt like the Seahawks would bounce back. They did sweep this 49ers team last year, but I just felt like the Seahawks were going to bounce back and they were they were in control of this game. Like, I know the final score says 28 to 21, but it really wasn't that close.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you there. I mean, once, once Jimmy G went out, I knew that it was, it was pretty much a wrap. I mean, Trey Lance is still such a raw quarterback. Um, you know, and they, you know, they didn't they didn't plan to start him this year. So, um, he's, su- he's such a raw quarterback and, um, they, they have a lot of things going on there in the San Francisco. Like I said, the injuries, plus their injuries at running back, which they, I keep repeating this every week, but that's what they do best that they run the ball this is Shanahan. So, and, um, just to look at the, you know, the, the whole, um, you know, we talked about Kyle Shanahan, but. Um, they're not, they're not very good against the spread at this point as, as a home team. I mean, they're 13 and 20 against the spread with one, um one tie uh, as a home team under Shanahan. So um, I looked to, you know, I kind of looked to bet against them in the spots, but no cornerbacks. You're going against Russell Wilson, who, you know, is one of the greater quarterbacks that we've seen as far as like, you know, throwing the ball and accuracy. So I I definitely had a Seahawks play on the money line, which is plus money. So that came through for us. And, um, yeah, I I loved it from the Seahawks, but the 49ers, um, I mean, mean, at this point, you know, I've been off of them since week one, I played on them seven and a half. Uh, but you know, I might, I might start to have to get on them on and train again as everybody else gets off. And, you know, the 49ers, they're going to be able to run the ball better with Trey Lance in that backfield. So, um, I'll start to look forward to them and see if I can get them in a good spot. Um, 49ers, maybe a dog possibly going forward. So that's my that's my thought on that. Thoughts on that NFC West matchup.
0: Cool, oh, cool. So before we jump into the lines for the Monday night game, any other week four action that caught you guys' attention?
2: Jordan, I want to talk to you.
0: What hey, hey, to hey, 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 hey,
2: hey. I, I, I want to talk to you.
0: What okay. happened
2: to the Saints today?
0: One person, Sean Payton. <laughs> he does not trust Jameis yet. He's doing these little short five-yard passes. It's not working. And if you notice, he had like a 26-yard completion to Kenny Stills, but I got called back because of a holding pad, a holding penalty. He has to let him air it out.
1: The yeah. teams mm-hmm. are starting to
0: figure this out up front. The play call is terrible. We had like a fourth and two, and he does a rollout with Kamara. It, it, it was just terrible. It, it was just top to bottom. Defense. I mean, those guys have been playing high level the last couple of weeks. I'm not surprised. That's just Saints defense. They're going to, you know, rise to the occasion and they're going to fall off. But you're up 11 with eight minutes left in the game. You just can't let that happen. And that, to me, that just was a complete. Right. First game back at home. To me, it was just a complete breakdown on the coaching staff and both sides of the ball. And they just got to figure some things out.
1: Mm. Uh, Pete, what you got, bro? Um I mean yeah for me I mean around the league I saw uh I'm trying to think of well the Cowboys uh really you know separated themselves as far as contenders um full transparency I'm a Carolina fan I think we'll still be all right you know possibly you know a wild card team kind of but we're not up there with the upper tiers and you know the Dak Prescott really is uh, of the MVP caliber um other things that I saw around the well Chiefs finally covered so shout out to them yeah um you know i i stayed away from them this week but they finally got the cover and the eagles just look bad they don't want to run the ball still i don't understand it that? yeah i don't I don't get it either uh but whatever um whatever the deal is with that oh uh, the cardinals took care of the rams on the oh. road mm. so that was that was a, a pretty big deal now the cardinals now 12 5 and 2 against the spray as a road team under uh kingsbury and um kyle murray so I-, I like to bet against them on the road, and then the Broncos just—you you showed your true colors today. You're not really <laughs> real, like you absolutely did. It's, it's all good. Dead yeah. dead it's all good. We wish we all we all we wish all our teams could play the Jets, the uh, Jaguars, and the the Giants every three weeks. That'd be nice. But um, so th- those are my takeaway. Oh, and the Steelers, Big Ben. I mean, it's over, bro. It's it's he's washed. Yeah, I over. told
2: y'all last week he should yeah, not start another game the rest of the season. I'm so serious.
1: Yeah, so those are my major takeaways from the uh, the rest of the league.
0: All right. All right, so let's get into Monday night's matchup with the Las Vegas Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. The Lions bounced around a little bit throughout the week since opening with the Chargers being favorites, but it settled down as three-point favorites over Las Vegas over under 51.5 points. The Raiders are two and one against the spread this season, including one and zero as a road team. And the Chargers are two and one at the spread, including this season, uh, zero and one at home and one and zero in AFC West matchups. So, what are you expecting from this game? Um,
1: for me, I'm just gonna look towards uh, the Chargers. Can they keep this? Um, you know, I know they're coming off a big win, so you know, can they keep this going? Are they gonna kind of get distracted or still caught up on that Chiefs win? Are they going to flip the script? I think the Monday night actually might help. You know, they didn't play like a 1 p.m. Sunday game. So the extra day might help with that. Um, but are they going to keep this going against their, the Chargers right now, five and two against the spread division games um, under Justin Herbert? So are they going to keep that going and really kind of be the, the darlings of the division as far as it goes against the spread? Um, and then the Raiders, I mean, they're undefeated right now. Uh, they'll technically be on the road, but I think there'll be a lot of Raider fans there, I'm pretty sure, so... I was gonna say, yeah. yeah that's something I'm probably look at, so, you know, those are things, and then it's just, uh, is Josh Jacobs gonna play? I don't know about that one, so um, those are some of the things I'm looking at this Monday night matchup.
2: Yeah, for me, uh, like P said, I'm intrigued to see how many Raiders fans are gonna travel, um, because the Raiders were in LA at one point, but was a while ago, but... I definitely think their fans are going to travel. Uh the Chargers they they don't really have a fan base in LA at least like obviously their fan base was in San Diego. So they they kind of at a little bit of a disadvantage. Like I remember that Cowboys game there was a that, that stadium was like half Cowboys fans. So yeah. we'll see how how that's going to turn out, but I'm um, I'm, I re- this, is a, this is a game I really want to sit back to watch. I don't even think I'm going to have a best bet on this one. We're going to get into that in a minute. But I'm just looking for, I, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. I, I, that's really what I think.
0: All right. So let's get into our best bets. I want to add, for somebody that's new with this, I've been doing a pretty good starting out. So hopefully yeah. I can keep up my streak this week.
1: Yeah, you are, you're doing phenomenal. I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> to place your bet this week. So. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, gu- Keith, give it yours. Yeah,
1: I guess I'll start off with me. I'm going to keep it short and simple this week. I'm not going to look in a prop because Amari, fuck Amari Cooper, he, uh, <laughs> didn't give me, broke my uh, undefeated streak on this Monday morning what's the line podcast. So I'm going to take the Chargers minus the three points um, at home. I understand that, uh, you know, this might have a lot of Raiders fans here, but I'm just going to play against, you know, the against the spread numbers. That's kind of why I like lean to, you know, in good spots. But like I said before, the Chargers, five and two against the spread division games. um, Since Herbert has been the quarterback, so I'm going to back that. And the Raiders, 19 and 29 against the spread after a win under uh, Derek Carr as the quarterback. So I'm going to look to play against that. And uh, a a really good team um, on third down the Chargers are. I think if they can keep away the turnovers, they're gonna cover this plus a little bit more. So I'm gonna take the Chargers and minus the three points. Best bet.
2: Uh, I don't I don't have a best bet, but I do have a lean to the over. Uh, both of these teams are putting up some points, especially the Raiders. The Raiders are averaging 30. I don't know if that's going to regress to the means, but um, their offense has been looking pretty explosive. They've been getting Darren Waller involved. Uh, Henry Ruggs has scored a couple of touchdowns over the top. Um, Their offense, it it has some pop to it. Uh, John Gruden is obviously a great, great offensive mind. So I expect to see some points from their side and also the Chargers who put up 30 last week. Um, I expect them to put up some points as well. So I don't have a best bet, but I do lean to that over a 51 and a half.
0: All right. So my best bet this week is going to be uh, Derek Carr over 284 and a half passing yards. Um, the charges in the first three games have allowed over 210 yards through the air. And in the last three games, Carr has completely demolished, completely over 284. So that's going to be my bet this week.
1: like it all right uh, i did want to mention uh um, mike since you like the over and i think vegas can kind you know stay keep it close um it, you could possibly tease the over and the uh the dog so the it's 51 and a half right now if you do a seven point teaser you can get that down to 44 and a half over 44 and a half in vegas plus 10 points so if anybody that's out cool there, there. No,
2: that's yeah. cool I, I, I might do that i might do that good looks i might do that
1: Yeah, so if anybody out there wants some tease, that's a good play as well, Monday Night Football.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for this Monday morning edition. Wish you guys the best of luck, and we'll talk to you again next week.
1: Yep, next week, Indianapolis, Baltimore. I love it, Monday Night Football. All
0: right, bye, fellas.